Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. It's when you keep your imagination, your thoughts, your meditating on the Lord day and night, that's when you have perfect peace. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. TODAY IS THE BEGINNING OF MY FOURTH AND FINAL WEEK OF TEACHING ON IMAGINATION. AND I TELL YOU, THERE'S STILL A LOT MORE THAT I COULD SAY. I'VE BEEN FOCUSED PRIMARILY ON SCRIPTURES THAT USE THE WORD IMAGINATION IN IT, AND THEN I ALSO SHOWED THAT A POSITIVE IMAGINATION IS WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS HOPE. AND SO I'VE BEEN FOCUSED ON THAT, BUT THERE'S SO MANY TIMES IN SCRIPTURE THAT THE IMAGINATION, IT MAY NOT BE CALLED BY THAT NAME, BUT IT'S USED IN AND ANYWAY, THERE'S JUST A LOT MORE TO COVER. THIS IS MY LAST WEEK TO OFFER THIS BOOK ENTITLED THE POWER OF IMAGINATION. THIS IS A BRAND NEW BOOK, AND I WOULD REALLY ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS. WE ALSO HAVE CD'S, DVD'S THAT WERE TAKEN FROM TELEVISION AND ALSO A SET FROM A LIVE MEETING. AND SO THIS IS MY LAST WEEK. I REALLY ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS TEACHING. IT HAS TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. I JUST WANT TO USE A PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE TODAY OUT OF 1 KINGS CHAPTER 19 AND THIS DOESN'T USE THE WORD IMAGINATION, BUT IF YOU CAN FOLLOW MY LOGIC HERE, IF YOU WILL LISTEN, uh, I THINK THAT YOU'LL SEE THAT THIS IS EXACTLY WHAT IT'S TALKING ABOUT, AND IT WILL SHOW YOU HOW POWERFUL AN IMAGINATION IS. JUST TO REHEARSE A FEW OF THE THINGS THAT I'VE SAID, THE VERY FIRST WEEK I STARTED TALKING ABOUT THE WORD THAT WAS USED uh, IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, THE HEBREW WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION. IT WAS ALSO TRANSLATED MIND. IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 26, VERSE 3, IT WAS ALSO TRANSLATED FRAME IN PSALMS 103:14. THAT HEBREW WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION, I THINK FIVE DIFFERENT TIMES IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, IT LITERALLY MEANS CONCEPTION. AND FROM THAT, I TAUGHT THAT YOUR IMAGINATION IS LIKE YOUR SPIRITUAL WOMB. IT'S WHERE YOU CONCEIVE THINGS, GOOD OR BAD. THIS WILL WORK FOR YOU OR AGAINST YOU. AND HERE IS AN EXAMPLE OF AN IMAGINATION WORKING AGAINST ELIJAH. I HADN'T GOT TIME TO PUT THIS TOTALLY IN CONTEXT, BUT HOPEFULLY YOU REMEMBER THE STORY OF ELIJAH WHERE HE HAD THE DUEL WITH THE PROPHETS OF BAAL, AND HE SAID, LET'S PUT A SACRIFICE OUT THERE AND WOOD UNDER IT, BUT DON'T PUT ANY FIRE TO IT, AND LET'S PRAY, AND THE REAL GOD WILL ANSWER BY FIRE. AND SO THE PROPHETS OF BAAL, THEY WENT FROM MORNING UNTIL NIGHT, AND THEY CUT THEMSELVES AND JUMPED ON THE ALTAR, OFFERING THEMSELVES AS A SACRIFICE. THEY DID EVERYTHING TO PLEAD WITH BAAL, BUT NOTHING HAPPENED. BUT THEN ELIJAH JUST... HE he ACTUALLY POURED WATER OVER HIS SACRIFICE IN ORDER TO MAKE SURE THAT NOBODY WOULD THINK THIS WAS JUST LIKE SPONTANEOUS COMBUSTION, THAT IT WAS AN ACCIDENT. HE DRENCHED THE SACRIFICE AND THE WOOD IN WATER AND THEN HE JUST PRAYED A SIMPLE PRAYER AND SAID, FATHER, SHOW EVERYBODY THAT I'VE DONE THESE THINGS AT YOUR NAME. AND BOOM, THE FIRE OF GOD FELL AND CONSUMED THE SACRIFICE AND EVEN BURNT THE STONES. IT WAS it was POWERFUL. AND THE PEOPLE FELL ON THEIR FACE. AND THIS IS IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 18 AND VERSE 39. AND WHEN ALL THE PEOPLE SAW IT, THEY FELL ON THEIR FACES AND THEY SAID, THE LORD, HE IS THE GOD. THE LORD, HE IS THE GOD. AND THEN ELIJAH TOLD HIM TO TAKE ALL OF THE PROPHETS. NOW, IT MENTIONS OVER HERE IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 18 AND IN VERSE 19 
that there were 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of the groves, a total of 850 prophets. Down here in verse 40, Elijah said, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. So it only mentions the prophets of Baal, but all of the prophets of the groves were there. So he either slew 450 prophets, or if the prophets of the groves were included, that was 850. But anyway, uh, you know, 450 or 850 people that he just slaughtered and killed them. This was amazing. I'm sure it was a graphic sight to see either 450 or 850 people that were just slaughtered and killed. It's bound to have been a bloody sight. And then after all of this happened, look in chapter 19 and in verse 1, it says, And Ahab, this was the king who was present, told Jezebel, which was his wife, the queen, and she was a super wicked woman. To this day, the name Jezebel is not a compliment to anybody. Anybody that would name their daughter Jezebel uh, is a God-hater or something because this woman was wicked above all people. So Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with all how he had slain all of the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. So this is just an old English way of saying that, Elijah, I am going to kill you. God, I swear by God that if I don't kill you and make you like one of these prophets of mine that you killed, then I swear that God will kill me. She swore on un, under an oath and said, you are going to be just like one of these prophets that you killed. And look at this in verse 3. And when he saw that, when he saw what? When he saw himself dead. Now, all of this was was a messenger with a note. It wasn't a soldier with the sword. He wasn't in imminent danger at that exact moment, but these words painted a picture. This is what I've been talking about This is the beginning of my fourth week talking about your imagination. You see things. And people, if they tell you that you're a loser, that you're going to die because you've got a terminal disease, or if they, uh, you know, on and on could go with all these things. You see things. You see the future. You see what your day is going to be like. If you have people coming in that, you know, they maybe are having a meeting and you have the potential of being fired. If you aren't careful, your imagination will see you being fired. You will see these people, re, uh, you know, renouncing you, uh, criticizing you, maybe docking your salary or, or sending you someplace that you don't want to go, moving you to another office. You can see all of these things in your imagination. And this is what it says, when he saw that, when he saw himself dead like one of those prophets. Now, we don't know that Elijah is one that killed everyone, but he's the one that was responsible for it. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if Elijah didn't take a sword and kill some of those prophets himself. I could certainly imagine, I could see him thrusting somebody through, killing them, and he's bound to have been a bloody mess. And even if he didn't have blood on him, he was there when, when 450 up to 850 men were killed 
AND WHAT A GRAPHIC SIGHT THAT WAS. IMAGINE HOW THAT WOULD IMPRINT ON YOUR IMAGINATION. YOU WOULDN'T FORGET THAT. HERE HE IS JUST THE VERY NEXT DAY WITH THE QUEEN WHO HATED HIM SAYING, GOD DO SO TO ME AND MORE ALSO IF I DON'T MAKE YOU LIKE ONE OF THESE PROPHETS THAT YOU'VE KILLED. AND ELIJAH SAW IT. HE SAW IT. WHERE? IN HIS IMAGINATION. AND WHAT WAS THE RESULT? MAN, WHEN HE SAW IT, IT SAID HE AROSE AND WENT FOR HIS LIFE AND CAME TO Beersheba. NOW THINK ABOUT THIS. ELIJAH HAD CHALLENGED THE KING, AHAB, AND HE HAD CALLED FOR A DROUGHT, AND THEN HE CAME BACK AFTER THREE AND A HALF YEARS. THE NEW TESTAMENT, uh, JESUS SHOWS THAT IT WAS THREE AND A HALF YEARS LATER. OR EXCUSE ME, THAT WAS uh, JAMES THAT SAYS THAT HE PRAYED AND IT RAINED NOT BY THE SPACE OF THREE AND A HALF YEARS. AND SO, um, ANYWAY, THREE AND A HALF YEARS LATER, GOD TOLD HIM TO GO AND CHALLENGE THESE PROPHETS, AND HE WENT TO AHAB AND COMMANDED AHAB TO BRING ALL OF THE SOLDIERS, ALL OF THE NATION, AND ALL OF THE PROPHETS TOGETHER. AND THAT'S WHEN HE HAD THIS uh, CHALLENGE WITH THE PROPHETS OF BAAL. AND HE WAS BOLD. AND when WHEN HE'S PRAYING HERE, RIGHT BEFORE THE FIRE OF GOD FELL, IT SAYS IN uh, 1 KINGS 18, 36, AND IT CAME TO PASS AT THE TIME OF THE OFFERING OF THE EVENING SACRIFICE THAT ELIJAH THE PROPHET CAME NEAR AND SAID, LORD GOD OF ABRAHAM, ISAAC, AND OF ISRAEL, LET IT BE KNOWN THIS DAY THAT THOU ART GOD IN ISRAEL, AND THAT I AM THY SERVANT, AND THAT I HAVE DONE ALL OF THESE THINGS AT THY WORD. SO RIGHT HERE, HE SAID THAT GOD HAD TOLD HIM TO DO THIS. GOD HAD SPOKEN TO HIM WHAT WAS GOING TO HAPPEN. AND AGAIN, IN HIS IMAGINATION, HE SAW THIS CHALLENGE WITH THE PROPHETS OF BAAL. HE SAW THE FIRE OF GOD FALLING. HE SAW HIMSELF KILLING THESE PEOPLE. AND BECAUSE HE HAD THAT, IT AGAIN BECAME A SELF-FULFILLING PROPHECY. PROVERBS 23, 7 SAYS, FOR AS HE THINKS IN HIS HEART, SO IS HE. THE WAY YOU SEE THINGS ON THE INSIDE IS WHAT YOU ARE GOING TO GET ON THE OUTSIDE. NO EXCEPTION. THAT IS A STRONG STATEMENT RIGHT THERE, AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S MANY PEOPLE THAT DISAGREE, AND THEY SAY, OH, NO, I'M PRAYING GOD FOR HEALING. I'M PRAYING GOD FOR PROSPERITY AND DELIVERANCE, AND THIS IS WHAT YOU DESIRE. YOU MAY DESIRE IT. YOU MAY LONG FOR IT, BUT DO YOU SEE YOURSELF PROSPERING? DO YOU SEE YOURSELF WELL? I HAVE DEALT WITH THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE THAT HAVE THE RIGHT DESIRE AND PRAYING FOR THINGS, BUT THE TRUTH IS THE IMAGE ON THE INSIDE OF THEM IS NEGATIVE. AND YOU CAN PROVE IT BECAUSE IF THAT... LET'S SAY, FOR INSTANCE, IF YOU'RE PRAYING FOR HEALING, AND IF ALL OF A SUDDEN YOU WERE JUST TOTALLY HEALED, IT WOULD SHOCK YOU. YOU KNOW, I REMEMBER AN INSTANCE WHEN I WAS MINISTERING IN OMAHA, NEBRASKA, AND I CALLED OUT THROUGH THE GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT THAT THERE WAS SOMEBODY THERE WHO WAS CROSS-EYED AND THAT GOD WAS GOING TO HEAL THEM. AND THERE WAS A BOY, I I DON'T REMEMBER EXACTLY HOW OLD HE WAS, BUT HE WAS PROBABLY SOMEWHERE AROUND 12. I THINK HE WAS PRE-TEEN. AND HE CAME FORWARD, AND HIS EYES WERE CROSSED SO BADLY THAT HE LITERALLY HAD TO HAVE SOMEBODY LEAD HIM BY THE HAND TO COME UP THERE. HE... it, IT WAS TERRIBLE. HIS EYES WERE TOTALLY CROSSED. SO I PRAYED FOR HIM, AND I COMMANDED HIS EYES TO OPEN, AND I HAD MY HANDS OVER HIS EYES, AND... I BELIEVED THAT GOD WAS GOING TO HEAL HIM, BUT I DIDN'T SEE HIM GETTING HEALED IMMEDIATELY. I THOUGHT THAT IT WAS JUST GOING TO RELEASE THE POWER OF GOD INTO HIM, AND THEN, YOU KNOW, YOU LAY HANDS ON THE SICK, AND THEY SHALL RECOVER. IT MIGHT BE A MINUTE OR FIVE MINUTES OR A DAY OR WHATEVER, BUT I WAS EXPECTING HEALING, BUT I WAS EXPECTING IT GRADUALLY. 
AND WHEN I TOOK MY HANDS OFF OF HIS EYES AND LOOKED AT HIM, HIS EYES WERE PERFECT. THEY WERE PERFECT. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I DID. I SAID, I DON'T BELIEVE IT. I'M THE ONE THAT WAS PRAYING FOR HIM. I'M THE ONE THAT GOD USED TO CALL THIS OUT, BUT I DIDN'T SEE IT HAPPENING IMMEDIATELY. AND WHEN IT HAPPENED IMMEDIATELY, I COULDN'T BELIEVE IT. I EXPRESSED MY OWN UNBELIEF. AND THE MOMENT I SAID THAT, HIS EYES CROSSED BACK LIKE THAT. AND MAN, I REPENTED AND I SAID, GOD, I'M SORRY. AND I PRAYED FOR HIM FOR ANOTHER 10 MINUTES OR SO, AND I NEVER DID SEE HIS EYES STRAIGHTEN UP. NOW AGAIN, I PRAYED AND I BELIEVED, AND ACCORDING TO MY FAITH, BE IT DONE UNTO ME, I BELIEVE HIS EYES EVENTUALLY STRAIGHTENED UP. BUT IN THAT MEETING, I NEVER DID SEE HIM STRAIGHTEN UP. SO MY POINT IS THAT, SEE, HERE I WAS PRAYING FOR HEALING, BUT I WASN'T EXPECTING IT AT THAT MOMENT. AND WHEN SOMETHING HAPPENED, CONTRARY TO WHAT I SAW ON THE INSIDE, IT REVEALED MY UNBELIEF. THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT ARE PRAYING FOR HEALING RIGHT NOW. BUT YOU MAY BE EXPECTING IT JUST TO COME GRADUALLY. YOU MAY BE EXPECTING THINGS TO GET GRADUALLY BETTER. IF IT WAS TO HAPPEN IMMEDIATELY, IT WOULD SHOCK YOU BECAUSE THAT'S NOT WHAT YOU SEE. WHETHER YOU UNDERSTAND IT OR NOT, THE IMAGE THAT YOU HAVE ON THE INSIDE OF YOURSELF AND WHAT YOU CAN DO AND WHAT GOD CAN DO AND WHAT'S HAPPENING IN THE FUTURE AND ON AND ON, IT IS A LIMITER. IT IS A SELF-FULFILLING PROPHECY. AND AS YOU ARE THINKING IN YOUR HEART, THAT'S THE WAY THAT YOUR LIFE IS GOING. I'M NOT SAYING THAT IT'S GOING THE WAY THAT YOU DESIRE IT TO GO, BUT IT IS GOING THE WAY YOU SEE IT GOING. SO IF YOU WANT TO SEE A CHANGE IN YOUR LIFE, IN YOUR SITUATION, YOU NEED TO CHANGE THE IMAGE THAT'S ON THE INSIDE INSTEAD OF JUST PRAYING THAT EVERYTHING OUTSIDE CHANGES. THE CHANGE DOESN'T TAKE PLACE OUT THERE. IT TAKES PLACE ON THE INSIDE. AGAIN, I COULD GIVE YOU SO MANY EXAMPLES OF THIS. I'VE REFERRED TO THIS BRIEFLY, BUT BACK IN JANUARY THE 31ST, 2002, THE LORD SPOKE TO ME FROM PSALM 7841 AND TOLD ME I WAS LIMITING HIM BY MY SMALL THINKING. AND SO I BEGAN TO CHANGE. I GOT UP THE VERY NEXT DAY, FEBRUARY THE 1ST, AND I TOLD A GROUP OF MINISTERS THAT WAS AT MY MINISTERS CONFERENCE, AND I BEGAN TO SPEAK IT OUT. BY FEBRUARY THE 11TH, I HAD CALLED MY STAFF TOGETHER. WE ONLY HAD 28 STAFF AT THAT TIME. AND I TOLD THEM, I SAID, I DON'T KNOW HOW LONG IT TAKES TO CHANGE THE IMAGE ON THE INSIDE. I DON'T KNOW IF IT TAKES A DAY, A WEEK, A MONTH, A YEAR, FIVE YEARS, TEN YEARS. I DON'T KNOW, BUT I SAID, I AM GOING TO SEE WHAT GOD HAS SPOKEN TO ME COME TO PASS. AND I STARTED SAYING IT ON THE INSIDE. BEFORE I COULD WRITE A LETTER, IT TOOK ME PROBABLY A MONTH TO FIGURE OUT HOW TO SAY THIS TO THE PEOPLE THAT WERE ON MY MAILING LIST. AND BACK AT THAT TIME, WE HAD A VERY SMALL MAILING LIST, JUST A FEW THOUSAND PEOPLE. AND IT TOOK ME A MONTH TO EVEN WRITE A LETTER. THEN IT TOOK A MONTH FOR MY STAFF TO PROOF IT AND THEN TO PRINT IT AND THEN TO GET IT OUT AND FOR THE MAIL FOR THE TIME FOR IT TO GET THERE. SO MY POINT IS, IT WAS AT LEAST TWO MONTHS AFTER GOD HAD SPOKEN THIS TO ME AND BEFORE I COULD SHARE IT WITH ANY OF MY PEOPLE. AND YET, DID YOU KNOW THAT IMMEDIATELY, I MEAN WITHIN DAYS, my, EVERYTHING BEGAN TO CHANGE. I HAD WANTED TO GO on, one, ON THE SECOND LARGEST NETWORK IN THE WORLD, CHRISTIAN NETWORK ON TELEVISION, AND I HAD BEEN THWARTED EVERY TIME. I KNEW THE PEOPLE WHO RAN THE NETWORK. THEY WERE FRIENDS OF MINE. THEY WERE ALWAYS KIND TO ME, BUT EVERY TIME I ASKED THEM ABOUT GOING ON THEIR STATION, THEY WOULD ACTUALLY QUOTE ME A PRICE THAT WAS, that was MORE THAN THEIR RATE CARD, WHAT THEY HAD ADVERTISED. AND FOR ANYWAY, WHATEVER REASON, FOR TWO YEARS, I HAD BEEN THWARTED 
in my desire. Within a couple of days after I made this statement that I will see this change, I got a registered letter and it said, why aren't you on our network? You send us the materials, you'll start next Monday and we will make sure that we give you a price that you will like. And I mean, I'd been for two years trying this and all of a sudden, boom, things just happened. And before my mail got out, before that letter got out to my partners, did you know that our income nearly doubled before I was able to tell people what was going on? It was like there was a, in the spiritual realm, like there was a dam. And all of the things that I was praying for and desiring, it was being held up, it was blocked. And when I changed the image on the inside, before my mail could get out, before people could hear about it, just boom, it's like this dam was broken and the blessings of God begin to pour through and things begin to happen. So I use that as an illustration to say that whether you realize it or not, you might be praying for healing, you might be praying for prosperity, you might be praying for breakthrough in some area of your life. You may desire it with all of your heart, but do you see that happening? As you see things is the way it's going to be. Proverbs 23, 7, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And here's an example. It doesn't use the word imagination, but this is exactly what happened. Elijah saw himself dead like one of those prophets that he had killed just the day before. And when he saw himself dead is when he fled and he became so depressed. Look at the next verse. It says that he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Did you know the truth was he was never better than his father's? But this is one of the dangers that when you see something awesome happen, like just in the last few days, we saw a little baby raised from the dead. We saw a man, an elderly man, walk up with his wife that was as close to death as she could be. She could barely move. Her, her cheeks were sunken in. And I mean, she looked like a skeleton. You could literally see uh, that she probably didn't weigh over 60 or 70 pounds maximum. And he brought her up. And anyway, within just a few moments, she was sitting up talking and got up and stood up and walked. And when you see great things like this happen, you know what? If you aren't careful, you'll get to thinking, look what I did. You will get to thinking, oh God, this is awesome. And you'll get on this emotional level and you'll throw the word that got you to that place away. And instead you'll start going by the enthusiasm, the excitement, the uh, goosebumps that are running up down your spine and you will use that. And that's where you'll focus your attention. The moment you do that, I guarantee you, you're headed for a fall. It's like flying in an airplane. I've used this example many times, but if you're flying in an airplane and you get to thinking, look what I'm doing. Man, I'm 40,000 feet in the air. I'm flying at five, 600 miles an hour. I'm awesome. The moment you do that, you know what? You have set yourself up for a fall because it's not you that's awesome. It's that plane that's awesome. And if you don't believe it, step outside of the plane and see how well you fly. It's not you that does these great things. It's not you that sees the dead raised. It's not you that sees the cripple walk. It's God's power and it's your relationship inside of Him. And if when you see great things happen, here's what happened with Elijah. He had called for a drought. 
HE WAS SUPERNATURALLY SUSTAINED. THIS IS IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 17 BY RAVENS BRINGING HIM BREAD AND FLESH EVERY MORNING. AND THEN he, HE WENT TO A WIDOW AND HE MULTIPLIED HER MEAL AND HER OIL. AND FOR OVER THREE YEARS, HE STAYED WITH HER. AND THAT LITTLE TINY BIT OF MEAL AND THE LITTLE TINY BIT OF OIL THAT SHE HAD NEVER WASTED. AND IT FED THEM FOR OVER THREE YEARS. THEN THE WIDOW'S SON DIED AND ELIJAH RAISED THIS BOY FROM THE DEAD. THERE WAS NO PROMISES OF PEOPLE BEING RAISED FROM THE DEAD. THERE HAD NEVER BEEN A PERSON RAISED FROM THE DEAD RECORDED IN SCRIPTURE. THIS WAS THE FIRST TIME IT HAD EVER HAPPENED WITH NO PRECEDENT FOR IT, AND ELIJAH SAW THE BOY RAISED FROM THE DEAD. THEN HE WENT AND CALLED FOR THIS DUEL BETWEEN THE PROPHETS OF BAAL AND GOD. HE SAW FIRE FALL. HE uh, KILLED ALL THE PROPHETS OF BAAL. HE CALLED FOR AN END TO THE RAIN, AND HE OUTRAN A CHARIOT FOR 20 MILES. HE WAS SO FIRED UP AND PUMPED UP. HE WAS ON AN EMOTIONAL HIGH, AND HE MOVED AWAY FROM HIS DEPENDENCE UPON GOD THAT GOT ALL OF THOSE THINGS AND GOT TO THINKING, GOD, I'M BETTER THAN ANYBODY ELSE. I, NOBODY ELSE HAS EVER SEEN A PERSON RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND HE, he QUIT PUTTING HIS VISION HIS IMAGINATION BEING STAYED UPON GOD. AGAIN, ISAIAH 26, 3, THE LORD WILL KEEP HIM IN PERFECT PEACE WHOSE MIND IS STAYED UPON HIM BECAUSE HE TRUSTETH IN HIM. THAT WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED MIND THERE IS THE EXACT SAME HEBREW WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED IMAGINATION. AND HE QUIT STAYING HIS MIND, HIS IMAGINATION ON GOD. HE GOT TO LOOKING AT HIMSELF, AND THIS IS VERY REVEALING. HE SAYS, TAKE AWAY MY LIFE BECAUSE I'M NOT ANY BETTER THAN MY FATHER'S. FOR HIM TO SAY THAT, SHOWS THAT FOR A WHILE HE THOUGHT HE WAS BETTER THAN HIS FATHER'S. HE THOUGHT HE HAD DONE THINGS THAT NOBODY ELSE HAD DONE. I'M STRONGER THAN ANY PERSON ALIVE ON THIS EARTH. AND DID YOU KNOW IT WAS PROBABLY TRUE AS FAR AS THE THINGS THAT HAPPENED THROUGH HIM, BUT IT WASN'T BECAUSE OF ELIJAH. IT WAS BECAUSE OF HIS DEPENDENCE UPON GOD. AND THE MOMENT HE TOOK HIS EYES OFF OF GOD, IT'S LIKE PETER WALKING ON THE WATER. He, PETER WALKED ON THE WATER. THERE'S NO OTHER RECORD IN SCRIPTURE OF SOMEBODY OTHER THAN JESUS DOING THAT. PETER DID SOMETHING THAT NOBODY ELSE DID. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? THE MOMENT HE TOOK HIS EYES OFF OF JESUS AND GOT TO LOOKING AROUND, HE BEGAN TO SING. ELIJAH TOOK HIS EYES OFF OF GOD, THOUGHT HE WAS BETTER THAN EVERYBODY ELSE, AND IN THAT STATE, THEN A WOMAN SENT A MESSENGER WITH A NOTE, AND IT PAINTED A PICTURE, AND WHEN HE SAW IT, WHEN HE SAW HIMSELF DEAD, IN HIMSELF, HE WAS NOTHING. YOU KNOW, I'M GOING TO SPEND THE REST OF THIS WEEK SHOWING YOU SOME OF THESE THINGS, BUT YOU HAVE TO HAVE A PROPER IMAGE OF WHO GOD IS AND WHO YOU ARE, NOT ONLY WHO YOU ARE IN CHRIST AND WHAT YOU CAN DO THROUGH CHRIST, BUT YOU NEED TO SEE YOURSELF WITHOUT CHRIST. NOT THAT YOU'RE EVER WITHOUT CHRIST, BUT YOU CAN GET TO WHERE YOU AREN'T DEPENDING UPON HIM AND YOUR FAITH ISN'T IN HIM. AND WHEN YOU GET INTO YOURSELF, IF YOU ARE ALL WRAPPED UP IN YOURSELF, YOU MAKE A VERY SMALL PACKAGE. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, THIS IS AN INROAD OF SATAN INTO YOUR LIFE. SO YOU NEED TO SEE YOUR FLESH, THE PART OF YOU THAT ISN'T BORN AGAIN. AND YOU NEED TO SEE YOUR LIMITATIONS TO MAKE YOU DEPENDENT UPON GOD. A LOT OF PEOPLE GRAB HOLD OF THAT I CAN DO ALL THINGS. BUT THEY FORGET THE THROUGH CHRIST, PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 13, AND WE'RE GOING TO BE EXPLAINING THAT. BUT ELIJAH SAW THESE THINGS IN HIS IMAGINATION. THAT'S WHERE HIS DEPRESSION CAME FROM. I'M GOING TO CONTINUE THIS ON TOMORROW'S PROGRAM. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO LISTEN. OUR ANNOUNCER IS GOING TO TELL YOU ABOUT THIS BOOK. REMEMBER, THIS IS MY LAST WEEK TO OFFER THIS BRAND-NEW BOOK, THE POWER OF IMAGINATION. 
and it's a keeper. It'll help you. Also, I've got CDs and DVDs. Listen to our announcer and please call or write today. To me, I mean, to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries is just getting these truths out there. You want to put your money and your resources and your effort where other people of like mind want to put theirs. If it can change other people's lives, like it's changed my life, then I would be just selfish to not give back into and to share this to the rest of the world. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship, and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us, and it couldn't happen without you. It's very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing, and you're going around the world too, and everything that this Amen. ministry does. Amen. So we just wanted to say a special thank you, and uh, we love you. And every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're going to share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. If you're not already a partner, you can become a Grace Partner today by calling our helpline or going to awmi.net. Learn how to put your imagination to work for you when you get Andrew's brand new book titled, The Power of Imagination. This book is available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This new series on the power of imagination is also available as a CD or DVD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. These valuable resources are also available in the Power of Imagination package. This package includes Andrew's brand new book as well as your choice of the CD or the As Seen on TV DVD album. The Power of Imagination package has a catalog value of $50, but you can get it today for a gift of only $35. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In October, Andrew will be in West Bromwich, England. Then he'll be in Walsall, England for the European Ministers Conference with guest speakers Paul Milligan, Billy Epperhart, and Pastor Bob Yandian. Lastly, in October, Paul Milligan and Billy Epperhart will be speaking in Walsall, England at the International Business Summit. Please note, Andrew will not be speaking at this event. 
And in November, at Karis Bible College in Woodland Park, Colorado, we'll be hosting the Women Arise Conference with speakers Carly Terradez, Dorothy Brown, and pastors Sue Sheriff and Sherris Johnson. We'll also be hosting the musical Esther, the Queen of Persia. But please note, Andrew will not be speaking at these events. Later in November, Andrew will be in Woodland Park to host Handel's Messiah, performed by the Colorado Springs Chorale. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Download Andrew's teachings absolutely free. Log on to awmi.net for more details. Thank you.